You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. Scoundrels, welcome back to Haunted City. It's a show about a city that's haunted and then people do crime in it. My name is Jared Logan. I am the Game Master. Haunted City is our actual play of this game. It's called Blades in the Dark. It's by John Harper and Evil Hat Studios. Go and buy your copy. It's the best game, uh, best tabletop role-playing game uh, in the last 20 years. Uh, the best game, of course, is <laughs> Settlers of Catan. All right. Uh, with me, as always, is my incredible cast who bring this world to life while I just tell them that uh, they failed and they are taking harm. Please welcome yeah. to the stage Abu Salim, Josephine McAdam, and Ross Bryant. What's up, guys? What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Hello. Wow, wow, wow. Whoa. 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 Y'all ready for blades? Yeah. (laughs) Careful, we could get sued if we do too much of that song. Um, Are you y'all into jock jams? (gasps) What is jock jams? Have you ever heard jock jock jams? jams? You know what jock jams are? Is this another Three Stooges scenario? Music. (laughs) What? We've talked about music before. I know you guys aren't into jock jams like like, as in like underwear. So dancing in your underwear. No, yes, a jock jam but. is not when you leave a jam in your underwear. No. Um, <laughs> jock, jock jams were a where, series of CDs, uh, compilations that came out in like the late 90s, early 2000s that were compilations of songs for jocks, that is sports athletes, jocks. to get you pumped up at four sports <clears throat> events. So it was songs like oh. pump, pump Up the Jam, like lots of Technotronic. It's like a, like a, like a promo for like wrestling, that kind of like – you know, yeah, yeah. You would definitely like, play some jock jams before wrestling. Yeah, for sure. Just like, oh, uh, I'm just trying to get us oh, pumped oh, up for the oh, big oh, score today. Oh, wow, wow, wow. We're pumped. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty pumped. You know, I don't need some air horn to like pump me up even more. You know, because that's like, I don't know. It makes me think of like raves and taking <laughs> no. drugs, which I don't do. Oh, right, but the point You're is, right. is, like, it's like. No. no, you're right, Abu. We're theater kids. The way we get pumped up is by going, oh, no. whether the weather no, is cold no. or <laughs> whether the weather is hot. We'll be together, it. whatever the weather. Now, that's my, that's my joke jam. That's my joke jam. That's what I call you know, Peter Potter picked the pickled peppers. Yeah. You know, oh, shit. You know, I'm getting it. It's like, oh, I'll get there. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, red leather. <laughs> not just that. Also, yellow leather. Red leather. Red leather. Yellow leather. To get really pumped up, maybe we should all do monologues from our favorite plays. Here is an excerpt from Death of a Salesman. Slam <laughs> down four flights with a pen in my hand today. Hey, some people have Arthur Miller, some people have Zombie Nation. That's oh, right. Great. Uh, yeah, well, uh, speaking of zombies, that, that might be in the offing today in today's score. Uh, uh, of course, in Dustfall, they call them hollows. Are you guys excited for a zombie apocalypse today? I'm yeah. like legitimately so pumped. I haven't stopped talking about 
Oh my god, babe, next next episode we're going into a tunnel full of zombies. We're gonna kill zombies. <laughs> yeah. We've been running we we just spent so many sessions running around a uh bleak and antiseptic um military dystopia that I'm that I'm ready to blow off some steam in a subterranean yeah. zombie cave. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. I think that you just gave me the title of the show. Uh, that ep- this episode, Josephine, tunnel full of zombies, sounds like <laughs> tunnel full of zombies. Yeah, I got a tunnel full of zombies, and my other hand is making a peace sign. Um, <laughs> All the '90s jams are coming. Yeah, back. I was just bringing a little Alanis Morissette there. Uh, mm. Okay. Uh, mm. Well, mm. Uh, big score today, and I want us to have plenty of time for it. So, should we? Sh- sh- enough banter. Whoa. I am oh, tired I of talking to you guys. Shut it down. Okay. I prefer your characters. <laughs> I know, right? We all want to. Anything else anybody wants to get off their chest before I start into my overly written intro? No. I mean, you want to talk about Jock Jams? You want to no. talk about pumping us up? Yeah. Let her rip, bro. Let's let it rip. A thousand years ago, this was a land of beauty Mm. and magic. Then came the cataclysm that blotted out the sun and ripped open the gates to the land of the dead. The city of Duskfall is a metropolis of tenements and factories surrounded by crackling lightning towers. Outside the city is a wasteland of ravening undead. Inside the city is a teeming hive of scum and villainy, intrigue, and corruption. Life is cheap in a city ruled by death. The sun is gone. The only thing that shines in duskfall are the blades in the dark, 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 dark. Yeah, uh, and so we return to the city of ghosts uh, here in Akaros, and I will give a brief recap of where our scoundrels in the remnant find themselves. In the last episode of our saga, our three crew members, uh, now composed of uh, Juliet Bell Rose, Valkos, and Ekaprag Wodi, nay Ekphelia, nay Ophelia. Uh, they um, they investigated um, some potential leads while relieving their vices. You should know that Ekphelia spied on Juliet while she was mourning Ophelia and um, basically showing that she's decided that Ophelia is, is dead, whereas uh, Ekphelia is still a composite being with part of Ophelia in them. Up to interpretation. I don't know how Ophelia took that. Yes, yeah, she to probably say? took it really well. Who's to say? <laughs> <laughs> Look, shorthand, it's complicated. Um, <laughs> in addition to that, Valkos uh, went to the Path of Echoes, where he has been uh, initiated into the oh, path. Yes. Uh, yes. He, he, he passed a test and got a, a new special ability, Ghost Fighter, uh, by confronting his own inner demons with the help of Ring and the Path of Echoes. So there were two potential jobs. Uh, one one was kind of held over from an earlier downtime, I believe. Right now, Unaferos and the Sparkrites have started uh, some new type of project in the city. They have developed a new lightning electroplasm-based technology, and they've built a, a, an enormous facility in Coleridge, 
and the Path of Echoes wants it destroyed. That is looming on the horizon. But what you decided to do uh, after talking to August, a master architect, and his good old boys club, who are members of the Foundation, yes, you decided to take their job. The Foundation has asked the Remnant to access some tunnels beneath Six Towers, to go down there and rid those tunnels of the inhabitants. There are things alive down there. Uh, At first you thought it was people, but after doing a little gathering of information, you found out that those tunnels are infested with hollows. Hollows are living bodies from which the spirit, the soul, has been removed. So, we are about to start a score where your goal, where your victory objective is to rid these tunnels of any inhabitants. That's a big job. Yeah. I hope it's I hope it's clear. Can you Yes. Well, no, I was just like could you imagine if we hadn't got the information that they're like zombies down here? I know, right? We'd be screwed. That would be so fun if that hadn't happened. I was kind of sad that you figured it out. <laughs> but that's okay. I, th- I feel like it was still a fun surprise. Oh, so, it was a uh, great surprise. So, as usual, um, we can return to the grotto or wherever you'd like to place your characters for now. And um, I will allow a gather information from Josephine, uh, from Juliette, or Valkos if you think you need it. And then it will be time to choose our plan and our detail. Yeah, I'd kind of like to gather some information. I'd kind of like to gather some information as to what the weakness of these yeah, perceived hollows I was, are. I'm on the same same wavelength. Maybe we can double that up yeah. Interesting. in some way. Interesting. Okay. So um, let's, uh, yeah, you're going to go together. And uh, why don't you let me know what action you're using to gather this information? Where do you go? Who do you talk to? That's important because you need to talk to someone who knows about hollows. You think it's more likely that the path of echoes would know, or apothecarist would like you know shit to deal with the you know actual? Yeah, with the body. Um, I don't know. I think it would be someone who knows because I guess if they are empty, they they are they are living their bodies, right? Yeah, almost like, but they must be charged by something. But if they're not charged by the spirit. About this was that one like trafficker of spirits or whatever. Mm. Oh yeah, the guy you destroyed. (laughs) Fuck's sake! (laughs) But you know who else would have known about it? Possibly Selyak Khan. Yeah, (laughs) I was just like, hmm, somebody who knows about arcane. Actually, you know what? No, I'm actually gonna go visit Selyak Khan. (laughs) Do it. I. Okay. Are you allowed to do that? <laughs> um, Karen's face, like. Uh, no, I love that, uh, and absolutely you can. Uh, and I, I suppose you go to that rooftop where Selyak is building his church. Was building his church, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and I think it's completely within the bounds of our fiction for Krons to be there as well, if, <laughs> yeah. if she'd like to okay. be. If she'd like to be. Uh, and so. Um, this is a gather information role, normally not handled this way, but we'll we'll figure out how it goes. We'll see. We'll just see how it goes. So you arrive, Valkos, um, at the foot of the building, and you can climb the rickety fire escapes up to the church 
on the very yeah. top of this uh, of this tenement building. And yeah. when you get there, what does he see, Selyak? Uh, I'll say that um, as you go up those stairs, you maybe pass along the way more people than you uh, uh, remember um, being there when you were in there in the past, where this is more of a solitary adventure. Mm-hmm. And you pass some sort of like um, people who kind of look at you from the shadows and their clothes are dark and, and stippled um, strangely as though they've been woven by some sort of loom that you don't know the make and model of. Who built that for them? And um, as you come to the top of the uh, tower, um, you can maybe see a bunch of people like in attitudes of meditation and uh, seated beneath a much, much larger altar uh, um, in now like a, a garment of that has been built much yes. like the uh, dress that was made for um, Kron's except uh, this one did not melt um, because the power of the belief of this individual is very strong and um, sort of a humble and almost monastic blacks of Siliac Khan have been replaced with something a little bit more magisterial and he um and he rises and um walks towards you past um rows of young people kind of muttering to themselves and occasionally um like something seems to like build itself uncreate and decreate itself in front of them well 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 My friend, what has brought you back to your old haunts? Hmm. Saliak, I see you've um, renovated. (laughs) It is not I who have renovated, but... The project that we all undertake. This is not so much a renovation as a reconstruction. Not um, to make that which is new, but to rebuild that which once was. Mm. Zaliak, I won't bore you. Neither take too much of your time. I um, seek knowledge guidance have you heard of beings called hollows <clears throat> and before Celia can answer Kranz is going to sort of like creep out of the shadows uh, from behind whatever chair or throne Celiac was in she is now having achieved some like surely attempt over and over to have some version of that dress that she so <laughs> wanted adorned on her and her hand sort of slips over Celiac's shoulder and says and looks at Valkos information is not free what do you offer my brother for this wisdom he will beseech you <laughs> You know, 
For a second, I thought you were dead. <laughs> but, I tell you, you look good in that dress. I know. Yes, information is never free, is it? <clears throat> and I uh, imagine that gold doesn't necessarily go far here. What is it that you seek? Um, uh, interesting. So, um, I can suggest something as the I'd, GM. I'd love to hear it. I feel that an exchange of information might be useful here. <coughs> Perhaps Valkos has some information that would be of interest to someone who has built a cult around an extremely powerful Chthonic ghost-like entity. Mm-hmm. Mm. Perhaps he knows about something that the Spark writes. Right, right. To. And I think that mm. Ophelia is... Uh, what I was like, is Ophelia told that to them? I believe, I believe, yeah, she, they've laid that out. Oh, about the ghost, well, I, I assume. The part about of the ghost essentially, yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, information is not free. And so allow us to make a balancing of accounts. Since I know, my friend Valkos, that you are quite concerned in matters of payment and remuneration. <laughs> Let the sum come to a balancing of accounts. I will tell you everything that I know of these beings you speak of that uh, cling to counterfeit life in the rude material of their flesh. If you shall tell me what um, murmurs have whispered into my ears... There is a tremor in the field of the dead. Yes, and you are right. There is our collective enemy, the Spark Rites, are building something, working on something to threaten the realm of the dead, the resting spirits. And, don't get me wrong, friend, perhaps this is where we align. I wish to stop them, destroy them, for more reasons than one. I am willing to share all the information I know on the Spark Rites to you, perhaps even plan a joint effort, an attack on said beings who threaten the spiritual realm. If you share with me the weaknesses and knowledge of the hollows, since I am sure you do this with the full cooperation of your companions, Yes, this is amenable to me. I have only heard murmurs, and to know in detail what these dabblers in alchemy seek to do to incarcerate the spirits that wish to be free and to have agency in this world 
Udam, it please my patron. Here is what I know. And and now we're going to have <laughs> Selyak roll the gather information. Actually. Oh, oh right. <laughs> It would be a tune, right? <laughs> it, would be. it would be. It certainly could be. Um, I think it, it could I be think any it... number of actions. How how do you think Selyak found this out? Um, how did he learn about hollows? Forgive, forgive me as I now rifle through one of my four active character sheets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, um, yeah, don't roll Canute's actions. Right. Um, <laughs> so... I think to to someone like Celiac, who's into the uh, the free agency of spirits to move in the world, and that uh, and that spirit is a purified, true essence, and that the the material of the world is only um, chaotic matter that that is that exists to be shaped by the spirit, that there is something weirdly blasphemous about um, these creatures that, that cling to life or a semblance of life with no spirit attached to them. Um, uh, so uh, I think maybe even the builder itself has um, made little homunculus, shown little homunculus like soulless entities to, to Celiac and and Celiac has himself, like, almost, like, attr- attempted to, like, make, pull a spirit out of out of something and see if it can still uh, move and operate um, and knows that there's something off and wrong about that um, and has maybe even communed with spirits that once inhabited these sorts of uh, um, shambling uh, creatures. Um, so let's see. Let's see if an interview with uh, with the builder um, provided any information. Great. This uh, you know the builder is always temperamental, uh, inscrutable, right. inscrutable mm-hmm. in many ways. So I need that action. How do you how do you commune with the builder? A tune, of course. Very good. All right. When you are ready, you may roll it. And uh, what kind of information you get from the builder will oh. I rolled, and I rolled a six. A six. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the statue of the White Sybil is now veined through with black, inky tendrils. Around it are arrayed various body parts. When, <sighs> God. When, when you speak to the builder, the body parts start trembling tremors go through their nerves eyeballs start to blink and and throb hands the hands of Lafayette Brom uh, shake <laughs> and flex uh, and finally uh, seemingly from the marble mouth of the white sibyl comes a voice Celiac yourself before me and be enlightened and um yes uh 
you you see Celia kind of assume uh, this all this conversation is like like I will give you your information. Celia hears this in his mind and flattens himself before the uh, the effigy of the Sybil and like turns facing up and uh, <laughs> I think he has a built garment so that bandage around his neck now just opens as if with uh, a life of its own to uh, allow to allow the builder to uh, speak to him. The uh, tendrils shoot out of the statue and um, they, they go at like right angles. The builder can sometimes be very geometrical and, uh, you know, um, uh, kind of stratified in the way that its tendrils move and they enter your neck and at that moment your mind is filled with the builder's dream and the builder is instantly able to pull your question from the front of your consciousness and knows that you are asking about hollows. And the builder says in your mind, when the soul is removed, much of the perception is removed. The feeling you have when you enter a room and there is someone else there you can feel it, even though you cannot see them. That is taken from a hollow. A hollow is largely unaware, working mentally on a much more limited level. If you are quiet, if you remain unseen, Hollows can be avoided or hunted with not much trouble at all. <laughs> and as, the, as these things like withdraw from the neck and this like little carapace garment that um Celiac has like reseals, he like kind of stands up with like stormy tears running down his cheeks. If you're just joining us, we're playing Hellraiser, the game. Celiac <laughs> <laughs> so is in many ways a I mean, he is a Cenobite. A Cenobite is just a it's like a it's a worshiper. It's like a, it's, a, a monk. Yes. Um, so he approaches you. Like, <laughs> I have a gift from my patron. He has placed his spirit into my vessel, and now I breathe it into yours. Keep it well. The soul from these halls is gone. The chaotic spirit vanished, and now is free. But something remains. Only animal perceptions animate these corpses. And if you are subtle, they're crude. And the base faculties cannot perceive you. Be silent. Be still. Be stealthy. And they shall provide for you no burden on whatever it is that you wish to do. Though my patron tells me that perhaps you are on a hunter's quest. And so go with my blessing and take care. And be quiet. 
and now I would like to cut directly to choosing the plan. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was the most creepiest fucking thing I've ever done. I was genuinely terrified. I, like, to the point where I'm like, I am in enemy territory right now. Anything could happen. <laughs> that's, uh, saying that's the creepiest thing that's happened on this show is super arguable. Okay. <laughs> oh, let us. I hope at the end of plan, the- Remnant. I've given you enough information. The foundation right. wants this done with all alacrity, and so, what is the plan? Assault, deception, Assault. stealth, occult. Social, mm. that feels good, or transport. <laughs> Social, that's just good. Yep. I Make actually think it's, it is an assault, but stealth? it's a stealthy assault. Now, it's a stealth it's, salt. It's a stealth mm-hmm. salt. So, <laughs> is, yeah. is that... It seems as though stealth was just kind of served to us on a silver platter. Yeah, sure, but sure, we've sure, gotta, sure. But we've got to hunt them after all. Which sounds like yeah. assault. But. I mean, what's the difference, right, with the approach? <clears throat> I mean, like, what does it, like, what does it mean? Like, what does it... Certain scores are weak against certain approaches. Certain scores are strong against certain approaches. Right. Sometimes the fiction will throw up additional or more complicated um, obstacles, depending on your approach. Okay. So... I'm going to put my vote in for stealth, but um, I think that's that's also Ecphelia speaking because that's more yeah their, I their think, forte. I think it can. So this is the thing. I think it can be a stealthy approach, but still harmful. Oh, yeah. you know, I think like an assault is almost like a war, whereas a stealth approach is a it's a takeout. You know, Juliet like actively packing grenades. Like, all right. <laughs> them back. They can still be used, and and this is and this yeah. is the thing. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, we can. How many of stuff. those things do you think are down there? That's I mean, zombies, bro. Like, lots and lots. When have you ever seen a film with like two zombies? They wouldn't need I, yeah, someone to clear it out if there were just a couple. Right. So think about that. Not right now, as we do the plan. But think about that when you are pulling flashbacks, when you are <laughs> deciding what the plan was during the score. Think about <laughs> how many are probably down there and that your objective is to remove all of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. yeah. Sounds okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, so the plan is, well, we haven't decided for sure yet. We know that Ecphelia has voted for stealth. What does Juliette Bellrose yeah. want? Oh, she just she just wants to blow them up. Um, in, Would uh, blowing up those sections of the tunnels? So this is a, a, a great question. Now, blowing up the hollows, of course, that works. But using explosives in these tunnels, it's true. Do you think the foundation would be okay with the destruction of this area? Well, I just, uh, I guess I don't know what these tunnels look like, or how big they are, or whether that would happen with a grenade or not. I'll tell you only this. I'll tell you that the foundation has given you a a general location where the tunnels are located. They are beneath Bowmore Way near Skurlock Manor. So you have to find an access point. Maybe that's your Mm -hmm. detail. Yeah. Uh, No, no, we'll we'll go stealth. We'll go stealth. I think stealth. 
Let's, let's, stealth. Yeah, Everybody I'll, is agreeing on stealth. And yeah. what is yeah. the detail? And remember, you are generating this as players. So you can tell me, you can decide something about the fiction, something about the world. What is the detail for your stealth operation? Usually that is the point of access. Hmm. I think it is the literal tunnel itself, right? To go into the tunnel. Yeah, like what kind of tunnel? Or is it like a... The point of infiltration, it says in the book. What is we, the point? The, I guess, I mean, we're going to enter at a point where the the hollows have not been reported. I assume we don't want to drop in right on top yeah. of them. Right? Maybe yeah. there's like a like a old like work house um, that has like an access hatch to like some old um, industrial entry point to the to the Nether City. <laughs> um, Right. Um, so, uh, uh, was it Marbury, the laborer you talked to, Ecphelia, right. uh, has <laughs> perhaps provided a, you know, a a work site that will uh, lead eventually down into the tunnels you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Does that sound like the point of infiltration to everybody? Yeah. Okay. What will your loadout be? Y'all yeah, going heavy, bro. Yeah, me too. I think now more than ever, heavy's the way to go. Everyone heavy, can go heavy. heavy. You're heavy. not up on the streets in front of a bunch of people. Very good. And now we're going to do our engagement. So you start with one die. Here it is. We have said that stealth is your the way you're going to approach. And uh, I would recommend everybody try to stick to that because I'm going to give you an extra die for stealth because uh, okay. it's possible that these things are weak against stealth. That's what you learned from Selyak. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that is helpful here. And I don't think so. And now because there are things that you don't know, I'm taking away a die and uh, another die. So you're going to get just a, like a chance roll for this. Um which is roll two and take the lower. Oh. Jesus wept. What? <laughs> we got zero yeah, dice? <laughs> there are surprises down there you don't know about. Actually, I have to make sure I'm allowed to do that because it's possible that you always get at least one die. Um, wow, starting surprises. with one die for sheer luck. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm going to roll two, take the lower. Uh, if that is okay. not... If that's not fair, speak now or forever hold your peace. Listen, man, we're fighting zombies. If I die by zombie, I'm cool. All right. (laughs) Here we go. And uh, it wouldn't have mattered if I'd rolled uh, two dice and and gotten a six because I I rolled a three and a two. So uh, no matter what, you are in a desperate Position okay. to begin. Okay. Hell yes. Love to start <laughs> love this being, desperate. Love to be desperate. You know, desperation <laughs> is an incredibly beautiful trait of humanity. So let's go for it. Here's your desperate position. Okay. You walked along the tunnels, and many of them were flooded through. It's like a sewer type area. Um, the water got higher and higher till it was almost, you know, midway up your thigh to the waist. And then you found a little hatch that would lead into the section of tunnels that the foundation told you about. Up till now, you've just been in a kind of a sewer area, sort of a work area where uh, various pipage 
and infrastructure can be worked on by city workers. But now you're entering these old tunnels through this hatch. It's very small. You almost have to crawl in through it. And when you get down into the room beyond, the water is now up to your waist. Once you've entered, suddenly there is a very loud sucking sound. And the hatch behind you, thunk, pneumatically clangs shut. Then a pipe above your heads starts pouring water into this very tiny airlock type chamber. You see across the tiny chamber that there is another hatch. You are in a room that is filling with water. <laughs> this is incredible. <laughs> what do you do? Great. You are sadist. Okay. I am okay. going to swim to the other hatch to open it to get us all out. It is, uh, uh, as you can imagine, completely sealed shut. It seems like some sort of air pressure thing. It is what not budging fuck, even for Valkos's incredible muscles. Um, the threat is that you will soon yeah. start taking on water. Are we? We're able just to get to the other side to where the other hatch is. Yeah, you guys can wade okay. right now. It's yes. only up to your waist, um, so um, you're right. able to wade across. <clears throat> okay. Let's get this door open. Uh, hatch open. What kind of? What, can you describe mm. the hatch? Yeah, it looks like a big metal stopper with uh, an old rusty hinge, and um, really the air is an interesting component of it because it felt like when that other one kind of slammed shut, there was some sort of suction of air mm. having to do with like kind of a pneumatic system, an air-based system. Shoot. I wish I knew what that really meant. <laughs> are there works. are there any other? Well, um, you are a leech. You probably yes, yes. do. What is your question, Ecphilia? Are there other um, features in this room? Do I see uh, valves, pumps, um, vacuum tubes, or other various sorts ways of releasing or applying pressure? That's yeah, an interesting question. Let me uh, roll a fortune die to see if that kind of stuff is in here. Yes, there are apparatus like that, but they are high above you where the pipe is pouring in water. The water is now up to your chest. Can I, <laughs> can I use, uh, can I roll uh, a study to see the uh, area and basically assess the best way of essentially tackling this issue? You um, you can do that. Um, so you're going to study, and if your study is a failure, I'm going to rule that the water, it takes so long that the water is like kind of up to your chin. That is going to be the consequence. Okay. That is why it is a desperate action. Okay. And I'm going to go ahead and also make a clock, and the clock is going to be, um, it's going to be called Scoundrels Start to Drown. And uh, <laughs> let's see, what's the smallest clock I can make? What? Oh, let's call it a four-section four? clock. Yeah, that seems right. Oh boy! All right, come on. And Wait, I'm going to go ahead. And I'm also going to go ahead because I told you that it's up to your chest already. I'm going to go ahead and click off. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and click off two of the two. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and click off two of the pieces. Okay, so, what, can I be doing something as well simultaneously? Does this have to be like one at a time? You absolutely may. You okay. absolutely may. 
Let me just go ahead and click off those two sections. Okay. So, Valkos, you understand that if your study goes poorly, I'm going to click off more of those sections. And once the uh, the next two sections are gone, you guys are starting to swallow drown. water. Yeah, right. you're starting to drown. Um, so, um, your study is um, your study is ready to go uh, whenever you are, sir. A three. Uh, a three means that uh, you look up there and you're not able to make really heads or tails of how to get the apparatus in here to work. Right. right. And um, but before you click it off, can I resist the clicking off? Oh, interesting. Ah. Interesting. So I wanted to talk about resistance as well. You absolutely can, first of all. Okay. The second thing I want to say is that remember a rule that we haven't used very much, which is you all have various sorts of armor, which you can use to resist without taking stress oh. or making the stress roll. Oh, that's what armor? Oh. <clears throat> now... There's physical armor, which would only be for physical harm or physical consequences. There's mental armor, which would only be for, you know, social or uh, mental consequences. I don't know what kind of armor would handle water falling into the room. Probably none. So I think this will be... (laughs) umbrella. Right. Your umbrella (laughs) armor. Does anybody have umbrella armor on their sheet? I think this is going to be a straight up uh, resistance. So um, you're taking six stress, and which uh, is the attribute that you're going to use to resist it? I think it's going to have to be prowess. Okay, cool. Um, and then it's, and then the idea is essentially, you know, if I, I well, depending on how the resistance roll is, um, I will role play how I resisted essentially my fuck up. Um, so I just mm-hmm. roll by prowess, yeah. Yeah, go for it. Six. Nice. Yes. Uh, so, great. So you take no stress and tell me what you have done I to essentially, resist so that. I, I look around and I see absolutely diddly shit. And I look to um, Juliet and I say, you know, I kind of shout like, rather than, you know, like, look for a, look for something to help us as a sign. Like in the sense of like, look for a, look for a ladder or, or, or something to... to reach the the pipe itself like you know i'm almost like trying to say like what i was trying to look for that i cannot find so i'm giving a, a sense of not necessarily oh. a an aid or like um you know like a like a plus one die but i'm essentially basically being like this is what i tried to do but i fucked up so help me <laughs> okay right and we can say that that you you quickly realize you're not going to be able to do it I'm and you the ask one. the leech yeah. to help you and that okay. is why you have resisted the clock segment going away. Juliet. I would I have the basic knowledge of knowing whether this is something obviously the roles will come into it, but looking at this door and the fact that I have fine wrecking tools which include powerful drills, acid torch cutters, like spark torch cutters and like in my loadout. Yeah, I mean Is it something that can that all be sounds super useful. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna but I didn't know if I'm looking at like a, you know, three foot you know, like deep steel door versus. Oh, you're talking about the fact that the door is tier three, and you guys are only tier one. Oh, great. Um, great. excuse me. So, but I believe know. that you. Uh, if no, I'm not I have mistaken, fine wrecking you, tools. You have fine wrecking yes. tools. So that's good. It means it's possible to affect this door, but right now, because it is tier two to your fine wrecking tools, <clears throat> you will have limited effect. 
Um, um, uh, does that, when we use, how do we, how do we do that? Okay. Well, can I, it's already desperate, isn't it? You need to find some sort of way to become to more get my effects yeah. against the door to get your uh, effect up. Now, there are lots of different ways to do that. One is to push yourself right, for more right, right. effect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I will, um, I would like to use... You know, a mixture of uh, this, maybe perhaps the spark torch cutter to like cut through the hinges of this door. But if it's pneumatic, is that going to make a difference? I don't think so. I mean, it's still made of physical matter, and you have things that cut through physical matter, right? right? Let's I just mean, cut that's... through it. Yeah. Okay, great. <clears throat> so you're going to use your fine wrecking tools. What yes. action are you going to use? I suppose wreck. But could I use tinker? Uh, yes, you can. You can. You could use either. You're allowed to use any action on any roll. I'll use. I'll, I'll make use you wreck. a. De- I'll make is... you a devil's bargain. Okay. What is your wreck score? My wreck is two. What is your tinker score? Three. My devil's bargain is. Wait, that would be a stupid devil's bargain. <laughs> uh, my stupid. De- my devil's bargain is. I will give you even greater effect than standard. I'll give you great effect if you use. Wreck. Wreck. I'll use wreck. And that's okay. That feels like a Wait, really, the- really scary way of being like, yeah, just make as much noise as possible. Slow it up. Okay, so I use wreck. I'm getting what effect? Great effect. Great effect. And this is, I'm going to call this, I'm going to call this desperate. Desperate, You're in a desperate yeah. position starting I will out. also push myself. Okay, wow. Stress. So. Um, you will take two stress, that's right. But it's for an extra die that I'm pushing myself. Where is Juliet starting with stress at the beginning of the score? She did not <laughs> she have it She started clear. at four, so now she's at six. Okay. But this is a desperate... Look, we're about to drown, okay? So, whatever. Mm-hmm. You right. got to believe in you. Desperate position. You. you said great effect? Yep. Uh, that's right. All right, here we go. Critical! Yes. Critical! Oh my god. Critical. Okay, describe <laughs> yeah. what you did. <laughs> Alright, uh, Valkos is going on about, like, oh, look for that. And I'm like, and I put on my goggles, pull out this, like, torch cutter, and start just, like, fucking doing a, a, like, putting a hole into it so that air escapes, but also, like, maybe cutting through the hinges and it can just be removed. Right. So. What you figured out, and the reason you got a critical, is that really you just have to break that seal, that mm-hmm. cutting into yeah, like the, the main edge. door, yeah, around the edge. That's what you had to do. <clears throat> and the second you do, a bunch of air kind of sucks out of the room. And for a second, not only do you have water up to your neck, but it's hard to breathe. And then you're able to push that door open, Juliet. Water pours out. I think that Juliet. This is not a consequence, but I think that you kind of, like, you know, fall out of the water, like, splash out into Mm -hmm. the next chamber, and uh, as you do so, you um, see um, around, you hear, rather, something splashing up ahead, and the sound of splashing sort of diminishes as something moves farther down the water-filled corridor. All of you are able to leave the chamber now. Kind of walk in as well. Yeah, just, like. just drenched in stuff, checking 
checking all my equipment first and just yeah <sighs> kind of Valkus just runs in is like are you are you okay I'm fine this is this is what I do you are brilliant kind of looks like Felia like yes right and and Jeanette's almost kind of like giddy like this fire has ignited within her <sighs> let us continue and I, uh, I'm going to get out um, my blowgun and darts preemptively and Very get into good. a sneaking creep as we move down the, yes. the tunnel. Yes. Okay. Um, I can tell you that you know that there is something moving up ahead. Mm-hmm. And you are moving through water. Is everybody trying to be extremely... Stealthy and quiet? Yeah, I think we're moving with the swishing of the water. Mm. Every time it swishes, we kind of move with it. I'm going to make a new clock. The new clock is called Hollows Are Alerted. That is going to be a... I like another four-segment clock. I was going to say, like, with these clocks, right... Is there a way of adding segments? Like, do you know what I we, mean? Like, can we like, desegmentize can them? Desegment. Yes, you can. And it, uh, it okay. ain't just doom and gloom. Like, we can Doctor Strange this shit, right? Um, you can uh, Doctor Strange it. Sure. The <laughs> the thing is, I will allow you if you figure out ways to, you know, really kind of become stealthier is, is how I will put it. Mm. Then I will put. Uh, or, or evade notice, like misdirect. If you find ways to do that, I, I can put segments back on the clock. Absolutely. Hollows mm. Alerted is the name of this particular clock. And I like four segments because although they are not super perceptive, they have some perception. And so uh, now as you're moving through the water, I'm going to say that whatever is up ahead is definitely moving it will detect you unless you can be extraordinarily stealthy here, and it might be a good idea if you're trying to get ahead without making too much sound. And I love the idea of moving with the kind of the swish of the water. You need to lead a group action. Mm. Okay, so I'm then. Can I lead a group action? You can. Um, can, I, can I lead a finesse action of essentially dispatching said um, hollow? If it's singular um, in a very kind of, you know, with a, I don't know, with a break of the neck, maybe. With a break of the neck. Well, you don't you don't see whatever it is. You have okay. to kind of go around a corner right now. If you would like to sort of approach whatever it is completely silently and try to break its neck, you certainly can do that. Is that what you'd like to try to do? I think actually instead of instead of going to I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna tell everyone to stop and stay stay still. And I'm gonna flashback. Flashback That's uh, how you use the system. <laughs> and essentially I'm gonna flashback to um, maybe with <clears throat> Juliet and talking about essentially creating you know, these these are base Animals. These are, you know, they they kind of, you know, work on simplistic needs. So elements of sound are essentially going to attract their attention. 
So I've requested small balls of echoing sort of noisy, almost like marbles, but they make these different kind of crazy sounds. And I want a mechanical sort of, you know, like a, you know, in the way that if you were to throw, it's like throwing a speaker, like a, you know, a, a speaker into the, into the, into, a, into the mm. room where it attracts attention. Um, I've spoken like to a- Ophelia, uh, uh, sorry, Juliette and asking for her guidance and creation of these said balls like a noise okay. ball. I love almost. this. They're like marbles almost, right? They, the, yeah. the main thing about them is they clank or clack loudly when you throw yeah. them. Is that right? So yeah. almost and it, like... And, and it makes it, and it makes a sound, like it makes like, it, it's it's continuous. So it isn't just a, it's like a, do you know what I mean? Like it's, it really so, yeah, does. There are things called flash bombs. Um, they don't, de- they detonate with like a flash. They're orbs. Right, right. Um, okay. Maybe it could be a modified version of that, where yeah. instead where of sound? the light, it's a sound. Okay, so it's a sa- it makes a sound. I think we want to see Juliet craft these in the flashback. Yes. <clears throat> now let me break out the entire crafting rules. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it. So uh, if I'm looking at the flash bomb, that's a tier two spark craft, and to be honest, it says unreliable on it. But Jesus, these exist, a... sort of, and like it, if they are gonna put out a blinding flash, I feel like it's an easy switch to have it make a noise as opposed to a flash, of, right? Is that... Yes. Now, I'm not gonna say that you definitely have to create something as complicated as a flash bomb, unless you want to follow Valkos's directive that it kind of continually makes noise. Boop 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 boop. Yeah, boop, I mean, boop. it's it's only a if tier it's just two something that makes item. a loud noise when you first throw it. Then I'll say it's tier one. Well, if it's conti- no, let's make it a tier two item. I think I can make a tier two item. Ooh, okay. Okay. All right. Because, I mean, I'm looking. Okay, I've studied girl. these rules because let me Look tell you why. You. Let me tell you why. If you go back to the previous page, it says you get plus one quality for the workshop crew upgrade, which we do have. Which we do That's have. That's right. So, we're already going to get a plus one quality to begin with. So as long as I don't fumble this rule, should be able. <laughs> okay, the, famous last word. The only word, problem is that it anything. says to craft something, spend one downtime activity. I'm waving that. It's a flashback. Flashback. Let's see how it goes. Flashback. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Flashback. Um, so I'll be using Tinker. Also, this is a Sparkcraft item, so I get <laughs> uh, plus one result level to my roll. Oh wow! So that means you because get like so even if it's like so if it's a six, you get a, like a seven. Uh, plus one result level, I guess so. Result level, or yeah. or probably just it would say be. it again. I was I get so <laughs> you were sp- when I, I was craft a creation something. with Sparkcraft features. I take plus one result level. I think it would just be the results are there's is just quality level, so it's probably in relation to that. Like, whatever I, I roll so. will go up one result okay. level, you know. And remember, you can also spend coin to improve yes, the result. Yes. Okay, let's do okay. this. Uh, are we, this is controlled, right? Because this is just a crafting. This is a flashback. It's controlled. Yeah. Standard. Yep. Um, and... Yes, okay, so... Got a six, which, if I get plus one result level, would bump it up to a critical, right? 
that. I mean, either uh, way, this should succeed. We're just looking for how much quality it has, and uh, you yeah, don't but have you a critical, get... but quality level is tier plus one. So yeah. you have achieved, I think, a tier two. Tier three because of the workshop. Oh, that's right, a tier three device. Very, very well Ooh. done. So you now have a tier three set of flash bombs, and just to give it a little color, let's see um, how you show them to Valkos in the grotto earlier. <laughs> um, okay, maybe this happened a few days before, and I think I would just play a little prank, and I would just leave one hidden inside his room that he incessantly has to find the beeping. <laughs> Where is the beeping coming from? <laughs> I'm like looking, and I'm searching, and I'm just I made those Frank. items for you. <laughs> if you can find them. <laughs> Are you... This is... Funny, funny, funny. And I'm kind of like searching everything and I'm just like tearing everything apart and I'm like, where did you put it? Valkos, one stress for that flashback because we had to do so much crafting that I think it would be unfair right. to give you more than that. And you are holding, uh, do you know how many you've made, Juliette? Or is it just yeah, one? Yeah, it says two. Okay, but, and you have But they're described as two. orbs. Yeah, yeah. Yes, beeping orbs. I love a I love Noise a good orbs. beeping orb. <laughs> beeping orbs. Okay, so Valkos, you have one in your hand right now. It has not yet been activated. You know something or someone is around the corner. What do you do? I'm going to save it then. If I've only got two, um, that's just good to know that I've got that in the arsenal. Um, I think then what I'm going to do is... I'm just going to splash some water. <laughs> you're going to splash some water to distract. Um, yeah. uh, you're going to splash some water where you're standing. You're just going to kind of do it with your hand. Or maybe what I'll do actually is, is are these, these tunnels, can I, are they, can I, if I hit them, are they going to make a noise? Yeah, they'll make a noise. I sure, there's pipes gonna, around you. So I think what I'll do is I'll do like a, you know, like a quick kind of like, you know, hitting the pipes to kind of be like, what the fuck is that? and kind of just wait with everyone to see who comes around the corner and how many come around the corner. Go, 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 go. Echvelia <laughs> um, has something to add. And if I can offer perhaps some... If, if I see that, like, you looking at those balls, Echvelia's like, oh, someone's been busy. And, uh, and then maybe reconsidering and about to strike the, the ductwork on the, on the wall of the tunnel. Just, like, grab your hand and, like, somewhat further away from the hotel. And, um, and, uh, and could Echvelia attempt to j- take a, uh, take something and throw it further down the passage to that bend and try to strike something there to see if it can cause whatever ran away from us will double back? Um, um yeah. So, so, so that the noise that. isn't direct, so they're not echolocating to us. Us? Right. <laughs> You're right. Yes. Uh, all right. Um, so, Aquilia, uh, what are you throwing? Um, is there debris down here, or do I have to pull something from my uh, load? Let's see if there's a useful bit of debris near you. There is. Um, but it's quite heavy. There's a large sort of wooden brace or part of... It looks like a part of, like, a, 
the infrastructure down here kind of floating in the water near you. Okay. So, yeah, I pull up this this kind of, like, hinged chunk of infrastructure. It's like, perhaps flinging this a little bit further down the passage. I couldn't possibly. Maybe I hand it to you, Valkos. Great. Okay, brilliant. Yep. Gonna throw it. What action are you using? Uh, I'm gonna use finesse because I think it's it's about being delicate about it and throwing it with employ subtle misdirection. So just mm. <laughs> great. So um, you, the consequence if you fail is that the hollows uh, alerted clock will tick up one segment. Okay. What's the position? The position for this is I think it's I think it's risky. And okay. it will be for standard effect. If you succeed, okay. you will throw it farther down the passage, drawing perhaps attention there. So nice to see you working together. <laughs> I kind of looked. Hey. At, I kind of looked. Yeah, I looked at Ekvili, and I'm like, oh, "What a fantastic idea!" And I kind of throw it in yes, like, and, like and, deftly, kind of skill, and get a critical. Rolling finesse. Critical. You uh, you get a critical. And so you quickly hear wow. splash, 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 like farther down the tunnel. And when you come around the corner, there is no one and nothing there. What you see is a large area full of, you know, it looks like industrial apparatus on kind of a little island. Uh, with like a little ladder leading up to it. Uh, we're talking about valves and pipes and all on this like kind of little concrete island in the middle of all this water. And then on either side of this long, high corridor, you see metal doors. And when we come back from our ad break, we will allow our scoundrels to continue to explore. It's an old school dungeon crawl here. Love it. On Haunted City. We'll be right back. We're back, and our scoundrels are beneath six towers in a network of flooded tunnels that are purportedly inhabited by hollows. You've entered a long, high-ceilinged corridor with many metal doors, hatches on either side, and a large concrete island in the middle that contains all sorts of mechanical industrial apparatus. Mm. What do you do? Juniet is going to excitedly take Ophelia's hand and sort of run over to the apparatus and sort of, you know, rubs her hands together, looks at Ophelia. It's just like old times, right? And I would like to take a look and sort of survey what's in front of us and see if we can figure out how it works. Very good. Um, let's roll an action. You can tell me what action it's going to be. If you <laughs> fail in this action, you're going to do something unwise with this machinery. Oh, great. Is that, um, is that, does you understand that? That makes sense? But, but yeah, if, no, if you makes... succeed, you'll do something very wise. <laughs> if you succeed, you will do something very wise. That's right. Um, if you critical, you'll do something very wise. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um, can we like group action this with the two of us? Sure, absolutely. You want to aid that, each I'll, other? I can lead it, or I can. 
I don't think you need a group action okay. here because it's I not like everybody's trying to be stealthy at once. Okay. One of you can aid if you want to oh, spend yeah. the stress. Are you a- able to? Stress. Don't. Assistance costs two stress or one? Just one for assistance. Yeah. Oh. Um, I'll give you. I'll, I'll. I'll provide assistance because when you say that, mm-hmm. it's just like old times. Yes. Yes, of course. And like the hands go to the go go to the knobs and are like looking at it. And Juliet, you you see for a second the the face of the um just behind the eyes of Ekaprag. The interest and the technical intensity of the Ophelia you knew, if only for a moment. Oh, okay. Um, what kind of position are we in? My heart. Yeah, this is a um, this is a risky position, in fact, okay. and it is for standard effect. You will know what the apparatus does. On a critical, you'll get some very useful information. Okay. Oh, I'm using survey? Does that make sense? Survey makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, whoa, no! A one, a a three, and a two was the result of your roll. Oh, no! And I I think the reason why is because you could feel Valkos kind of looking behind and being like... (laughs) And, you know, I don't mean to be like awkward or weird about it but I like you know I do something and I kind of just kind of <laughs> test the size like <laughs> right oh here's what has happened you have done something unwise as I mentioned <laughs> Juliette Bell Rose you pressed in some sort of valve and suddenly all the doors on both sides of the corridor spring open and running out of them is a mob of desiccated, pale-skinned, grime-covered hollows. You can see their eyes are empty. The only thing that exists in them is a hunger. There's a void inside of them, and they need to consume you. How yeah. many are there? Let's find out. I'm using a fortune roll. If I roll low, I'm rolling for you. If I roll low, there's a lot of them. If I roll high, then that'll be easier on you. I rolled a one. There are, oh, man. There are, it's a mob, is all I'm going to say. Wait, Too wait, many to count. Wait, wait. And I'm also clicking up the talk, uh, the, the, the clock hollows alerted. Because uh, wait, let me just explain this. Let me explain this, and then I will define. So, hollows alerted clock gets ticked up. We'll say two ticks. I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to resist. If it ever gets fully filled, then every single hollow in the complex is coming after you. Now, you're asking, what does a mob mean? Yeah. What does a mob mean? Thirteen hollows are currently running Holy toward you. Holy fucking shit! What? Am I resisting this? Am I resisting? This? Oh, I you only could. Have, I, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I so don't have a lot here's of Here's what I'll say about to... a resistance. You can definitely yeah. resist it. If you resist it, either. Well, I'll tell you what. If you resist it, I can say that you can shut the door to keep some of these hollows out. But I'm still ticking up the clock. Right. So, yeah. Some will come. Um. Uh, uh, we can deal with thirteen guys. Let's go. <laughs> You're supposed to get rid of all of them. 
Yeah, I you're know, not right, gonna, so. Yeah, you have very little stress, so resisting could take no, you yeah, out I, of the score. I, yeah, I don't think I can just. Do you have take... any sort of mental armor? Mental arm? I mean, armor in general. There's armor this on was my due to a, This was due to a calculated uh, a mistake in your calculation and <laughs> your survey of the machinery. So, if you have some sort of mental armor, I would allow you to expend that in order to, um, in order to resist this consequence. Oh, like take off, uh, like the armor that's on the sheet I can use? Yeah, that's what I was, okay. tra- that's what I was talking about, but let's make sure it's the right kind of armor. So I'm looking at your... It's not describe. Oh my it- god. Oh, he smells he- the hollows. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. Oh my um, god. You're right. It does not say it exactly say. what uh, type of armor it is. Uh, I'm so- going to... Um, let's look it up in the book because it describes, I think, all of the equipment of a leech. Does it not? Maybe I'm wrong about that. Not, not a. I mean, only the top section. Oh, wait, it, I think it describes. It, I think if we click the rest on is the it, standard. If we click on it, maybe it tells us something. Ah, I'm sorry. Clicking on the armor, it says a thick leather tunic plus reinforced gloves and boots. I'm afraid that it right. is not mental okay. armor. I cannot allow you. I didn't to even know it. that existed. Okay, that's fine. I no, we're just gonna take on thirteen. Oh, it's because we're going to have to get rid of all of them anyway, guys. So this is a good warm-up. Okay, great. They (laughs) all start uh, climbing onto the stone uh, concrete island you were on. They are climbing up there. They are grabbing at your boots. They they move quickly. These are fast zombies. And they're all going... Because they're empty and they almost want to breathe in something. They want something to be inside of their bodies. I knew Achelia, those. you notice something similar about the way that you feed to how mm-hmm. these things are kind of trying to suck in energy as they climb toward you and try to oh. drag you down into the water. This is a grotesque and perverse and, oh, altogether ugly version. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm... I'm uh, but not at all dissimilar. Okay, Not dissimilar, but I'm offended <laughs> Yes, their yeah. very present. That you so, should be compared to such mm-hmm. a <laughs> Thirteen hollows at once. I think that that at least brings them up to a tier three threat. What are you doing? Oh shit! So yeah. is, is this the situation where if we're just standing there still, they're kind of like moving around us, kind of unaware of our presence and oh, Ekphilia, what a great use of the information you've gathered. But of course, it is going to require. Some sort of action. I think. Well, okay. Um, yeah, they came at. Uh, how many doors open to? Just to repaint this. How many doors I open? And forgot it's everything. Six doors opened. And are they continuing to file out, or is it like a? This is a mob of thirteen hollows. That's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And okay. because you moved or reacted when this first happened, they've all like rushed over to where you're at. Okay. But Ekphelia's just had an interesting idea. Can Ekphelia pull it off somehow? What are you thinking of, about doing, Ekphelia? Well, if they are um, drawn to... I'm thinking of trying to move subtly and slowly back into one of the rooms they came from. Because if we can create a bottleneck that they all try to press into... And that's just a killing floor for us. Um, so uh, very that, interesting. So if everybody moving. is following you, that would be a group action. If everybody yeah. is following you to do that. 
And that sounds like finesse. Yeah, I'll, I will lead a finesse group action to okay. painfully, slowly tamping down any desire to twitch or shudder as we move, um, like centimeters from the gasping, groping mouths of these uh, hollows in this uh, cramped space. So first, let's have Valkos and Juliette roll their finesse. Is and it in this- a desperate position? It's risky. They're not, risky. like, biting you yet, right? It's risky, right. and it will be for the standard effect that you will um, that you will very quietly move off of the concrete island through the water to the door that Ekphelia is headed for. So um, remember that each of these, um, if, if, if Valkos and uh, Juliet fail, you take extra stress. I got a six, so you're good. Uh, Valkos is fine. Juliet? A four, okay. A four, that's great. Okay. That's not bad considering I have zero dice. Right, so and so there's no consequence or, or you know, extra obstacle mm-hmm. there because this is a group action. Group. So without taking any extra stress, but here's the real action that matters. Ekphelia, right. you're leading this. Ekphelia, okay. give us a finesse roll. I'm going to finesse it, and I'm going. this seems real important, so I'm going to push myself. Oh, great. Take two stress and take an extra die. Okay, oh boy. Two more stress. Here we go. And get that extra die. Go for it. Uh, Four. Four is my best roll. Success with a consequence. And the consequence I'm going to say is that um, you all very slowly and quietly get off of the concrete island. You you kind of lower yourself slowly into the water. Then you move so slow that the wa- the stagnant water doesn't splash. And the consequence or the um, extra detail is that when you get to where you could bottleneck them and you look into the uh, chamber beyond, you, um, you hear other hollows moving about in there. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, well, by the way, it's extremely dark, and I'm going to start making that oh. count. I'm going to take off on my load a, a lantern, which includes um, which includes electroplasmic um, torches, and I'm going to say that that's on a on a little headlamp. If I can, like, <laughs> and maybe that's been employed almost this whole time at right. greater or le- lesser um, intensity. Um, if the light itself is not creating problems with the hulls. Wait, does the character sheet say that it's on a headlamp? It doesn't, but can I say that it is? Yes, you can. Because <laughs> I think that sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew we were so coming looking down into, into the chamber, you in fact see in, looking into the chamber, you have in fact see more hollows, and they're almost like nesting, like they're curled up on top of oh. each other. Uh, and they seem to be in a kind of a dormant state. But um, one of them is twitching. How many are in here? There are three more in here. Is this room um, fully enclosed or is it a hallway? It's like, like another one of those rooms that filled with water so that there is another uh, hatch on the other side of it. But the hollows are on top of the hatch. Okay. I think we can maybe take... Oh, okay. I say we still go in. So, 
Okay, it's, you're all then, you're inside. The other players can decide whether they want to enter as well. They were following you. Yeah, man, I'm in. Okay. Yeah, we're moving together. At this point, we're silently moving together. And I would like to pull the door shut behind us. Ah. Okay. Well, we have to cl- no, but before you do, kill them, don't we, we have to kill them. So what I'm so before you even close the door, I'm kind of like I, I come I come close to your ear seductively, and I say, um, <laughs> "Is there any other way, Valkos <laughs> works? Come on!" I'm like, "Because how many are behind us? Thirteen. There's three in the room and thirteen outside." I say, "You and I." And then I, I you just hear me. Because um, my plan was to shut the door, deal with the three, then open the door, deal with the thirteen. Um, but um, I just, you just, that breath hits Ekphelia and Valkos. That that seductive uh, speech of yours. What you hear is an indrawn breath from Ekphelia, like, and it is oddly similar to what you've just passed there, and you realize that. The closeness of you, the the smell of you, the breath in the air, is like, yes, there's my butch little body boy. (laughs) (laughs) You and I, then. Right. Um, and I maybe, like, uh, just look back to you, Juliet, and just like, oh, no. And I'll take a position at the door, ready to start chopping. Yeah, and I literally, as soon as, as soon so as we kind of cover our back and take care of the three, then we'll we'll deal with the bottom we'll coming team. in through the door. Hundred. I <laughs> just yeah, laugh like, of course I can handle three. <laughs> of course. In so. fact, I'm worried about you handling the 13. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that, right. sounds, that sounds good. What are you doing to handle the 13, Ekphelia and Valkos? So, I wonder if... I can pull a large hammer out, the, out of my back... <laughs> And essentially, <laughs> this will be my large weapon right, uh, of okay. my loadout. And essentially, begin to bludgeon all these fools into another existence by not to be trifled with, and engage yes. them as a you know as a you know in a sort of a small gang on equal footing in close combat. Not to be trifled with, uh, this is a great use of not to be trifled with. Let's talk about not to be trifled with. You can push yourself to do one of the following. Perform a feat of physical force that would verge on superhuman or engage a small gang on equal footing in close combat. So I said the scale of this group of hollows makes them tier three. Mm. But I think that what you have done is bring them down in tier. And it says you can engage a small gang... I feel like for you, Valkos, right now, they are not tier three. They are equal to your tier. You can just fuck them up. That's what your special ability should be able to do. Uh, And what are you going to roll? 
Um, so what does a large weapon give me? Large weapon? Well, uh, it, it just gives you an ability to bludgeon them. Oh, it's, I, I think that, you know, I think that maybe we could rule it this way. The, uh, the special ability t- shot them down one tier, and then your large weapon shoots them down another tier. Okay. No, nope, right, cool. not fair. Not fair. I already said that the special ability brings them down to your tier. Right. You're going to have great effect. Okay, great. So then I'm essentially going to roll skirmish um, with this. Uh, All right. So is it what position am I in? Uh, you are going to be in a desperate position because if you fail, you're going to be eaten alive. And I'm going to go ahead and start the bidding at uh, level two <laughs> harms. Okay. And, level uh, two can harms. I, can I maybe, oh. t- can I maybe uh, well, I will either help your dice roll or maybe try to reduce that um, p- or aid that position with an assistance. Because I said we'd be doing this together. Mm. So um, if there's anything that gets by your superhuman bludgeoning, <laughs> perhaps it's met with a more precise, almost lobotomizing thrust from Ophelia's so needle-like like blade. So kind of bludgeon and you finish and bludgeon yep. and then finish and it's like a dance. I love it. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, I'm trying to think if there's a devil's bargain. Oh, yeah. The devil's bargain is you let me click up uh, click up the segment on the clock and I'll let you have an extra die. In addition to the assistance? In addition to the assistance, yeah. We only no, have two because segments we've got left. two segments left. Okay, very good. This is the big skirmish roll. You make some sort of sound. How do you draw these 13 hollows over to you? So I kind of let out a small kind of uh, Severosi sort of battle cry, like, and it's like a kind of it echoes because it sounds almost like, is it coming from the left or the right? So then that's kind of the way in which it's like, the way I go with it. The hollows on the uh, island of piping suddenly all turn their heads and the way they turn their heads is so unnatural it's sort of like the exorcist like their their necks crane all the way around like 180 degrees and then they twist and turn and begin like sloshing through you through the water as quickly as they can <gasps> okay it's a roll it's a roll it's a roll here we go six yes a six a uh, a full success um and also, uh, that means that uh, Valkos, you are. Oh, yeah, didn't I get an assist or something? Yeah, what did it? An extra just, die, right? Should I roll? All right, let me just roll another oh. die then. Oh, yeah. Roll one more die. Just in um, case. How do just I. I I'm just going to roll my attune. Pick a one die, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah that works. Just see. Uh, the reason he's rolling that is just to roll one die, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Not that he's using a tune. Uh, see if he could. Okay, three. Okay, so it didn't matter. Case. It was Just a three. Six okay. is a full success, and what I'm going to rule is that between you and Ekphelia, you have, like, just got them all down into the water, and you are, like, literally exploding their heads, like, bashing them into a pulp. There is no extra consequence. You have just filled the water with blood, because remember, these are living bodies. They just are bereft of a soul or a spirit. And so the water is filled with chunks of skull, brain matter, and blood. And you can smell it. It does not smell good. Meanwhile, behind you, Juliette, there are three hollows kind of tangled around each other. One of them is twitching to life. What um, do you do? What would you classify their tier at 
if there's just three of them in front of me. If there are three mm-hmm. of them, well, that's more than you. You're like a single person dealing with them. I'm going to put them at tier two. Okay. I'm going to throw fire oil all over them. <laughs> oh, it's okay, a tier great. three item. And I click it off my bandolier. Um, it erupts in searing flame upon contact with the air. So I'm just going to douse it over them. Very good. Um, I think the... that the issue is not that it's hard to throw a bottle of fire oil on them. It's kind of controlling how the flames will go, how much blast back there is from it. You know, not getting burnt is basically the sure. concern. Is that okay. Does that feel fair? Yes. yes. You are acting hesitant. You can no, always no, I'm advocate doing this. for yourself. I'm okay. doing this. I'm right, going to... So, this is... You know, this is Juliet in her element, and sometimes she doesn't think it all the way through. It's more I'm gonna like... I'm going to give you a level one harm if this fails. <laughs> so is this desperate, then? Uh, yes, I'll call it desperate. Okay, I'm going to use wreck. By the way, your item, just sense. so the audience knows, your item does mitigate that extra tier I gave them. So, uh, yes, let's use wreck. Oh. Let's do this. Is the... The fire oil? Oh, do something? Your, your item is a fine quality item, right? And uh, right. and it's tier three. I think that, yeah, that's enough to mitigate a tier two foe. Great. Effect on this room? Oh, effect will be great. You'll 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 ex- uh, disintegrate all of them. I'm just going to try this with two dice. Here we go. Okay. A success. There's a success. There's a four. Success with a consequence. Success with a consequence. What is a good consequence? Uh, here's the consequence. So uh, you you obliterate them. You disintegrate them. They, they're turning <laughs> to ash before they even get to their feet. However, there's some sort of chemicals in the water that are flammable. Oh. And so now a fire is spreading through the water. Shit. I'm creating I'm a new cloth. No! The, burn the new clock, clock is called Raging Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and make that a four-segment clock as well. <laughs> and uh, the Raging Love Inferno this. means that the water is catching on fire and the very water you're moving through... Oh, I know what I'll do. I'll just rename this Scoundrel's Drown Clock. Um, the water you're... Uh, scoundrel's Drown? Yeah, I had a Scoundrel's Drown Clock from oh, that yeah, first desperate position. So Raging Inferno, if it ever fills up, it means that it's you are unable to move through the tunnels anymore. All of the water is on fire, and the actual structure of the tunnels is starting to fall apart, which would be very bad because your mission is to clear the tunnels, not completely make them cave in. Yes, right. Okay? Agreed. So, so um, I've created that clock. I've created that clock, and I'm just going to tick off one segment of it. Uh, can I immediately attempt something to mitigate it? You mean a resistant? Resistant? No, 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 no. What are you going to uh, do? I would like to pour alkahest oil on top of it, which is a fluid that stops effects of any other alchemical. Oh, very well done. Nice. You know, here's what I'll here's what I'll say. If you click that off of your inventory, I will mm-hmm. just go ahead and ignore. We okay. will get we will get yep. rid of the clock. We will not worry about it. It is clicked off, and I just douse it, and the flames are out. Nicely Ooh, done. Like, there's something really eerie, like we're in such darkness, and you're just hearing the yeah, crunch of bone and metal and stab, and then suddenly it's very bright. Like I feel he's like, <sighs> and the uh, 
Um, and then it's doused swiftly. Yes. Um, there's still an odor, a chemical odor in this chamber. Uh, the um, charred corpses of the hollows are floating by, floating by your hip. Uh, and the, the, the burnt flesh smell is very strong in your nostrils as well. Where would you like to go next, everybody? Ooh, we've cleared the room. Yeah, mm. I, think, I think we go further down the rabbit hole, right? Did we gain any knowledge of the machinery at all? Of like, what... If there's more than just these doors, if the you know... You're apparently we- still in kind of like a sewage kind of... Uh, you know, uh, canal system that's down here. You know, your sunken grotto is actually part of this, your layer, you know. (laughs) So you feel like you haven't quite found the old city yet, which is what the foundation would be interested in. um, You're dealing with these various, like, kind of airlock chambers still. Um, Yeah, let's... um, we continue further then? Yeah. Can I tick off on my heavy... Um, my heavy uh, loadout uh, documents. <laughs> wow, documents! <laughs> and like, like literally, and um, and say that maybe one of the things, as I rifled through the pockets of the fellow that I gave a bit of the old suck to in the alley, um, is maybe a or something that uh, um, uh. Juliet got from the foundation is a map of these tunnels so that we're not going completely blind through um, a series of caverns just hoping to find where we are that sounds uh, you just want to click off uh, well let me look at documents on your sheet okay yeah, because uh, I don't know if I can let you do that Something by so- just allowing you to click it off. But but maybe let me let me just take a close look at it. If not, Sorry, I'm rifling through Ross's four characters. Yes, <laughs> exactly. It it may be a flashback. Which uh, looking at your stress, that's getting kind of scary. Let me because uh, we do not <laughs> want a vampire to fill up on stress. So let's oh, look boy. at documents. Here they are, and there's a little arrow here, and it says. A collection of slim volumes on a variety of topics, including a registry of the nobility, city watch commanders, and other notable citizens. Blank pages, a vial of ink, and a pen. Now that doesn't sound little, like a map. It's a little unfair, what everybody. About the last because, part of it. Well, let me just say this: okay. it's a little unfair. I want I want my players to understand that because in the past we've just sort of defined the items on the fly, and now I'm looking carefully at what the item says in the sheet, and it's a little unfair. Um, so, I'll tell you what: I'm going to allow it this once. I think it would be absolutely insane for the foundation not to give you any kind of map at all. So I'm going to allow it. If you click it off on your... But in the future, let's keep in mind that I will be trying to stay closer to what the description of the item is on the sheet. Sure. Okay. Um, So you have it. You have the map. Um, And where are you trying to go? Um, If if the idea is to go to the old city, then I want to kind of look at this this, uh, hub room in which we are and try to figure out which one of, like, what is the, the quickest way to the old kind of uh, cisterns of old Duskwall. Yes, so um, you um, soon find your way down the corridor past all of these doors, actually, because they're all tributaries to sort of the main, you know, uh, canal. 
and uh, you find yourself in an area where, yes, in fact, there's kind of a waterfall. It leads down into an old cistern, and then you can crawl through a pipe. And, I mean, you have to crawl through it into the old city of Duskfall. And as we pop our heads out of the pipe like so many little Victorian Marios... What oh, wait, we... you haven't crawled through it yet. Wait, wait, oh, I yeah, I was gonna... <laughs> it stands ahead of you, dark <clears throat> and foreboding, a bit of scum dripping from its top edge. Who's going for... I assume it's like one person at a time sort of pipe. Right, a single file. Single Hands file. and knees. Pipe crawl. Who would like to um, go first? I'm gonna say uh, outside, above game. Who's the who's got the best prowl? I think that might be me. My prowl, yes. Okay. Are you saying you'd like to lead another silent group action? Yeah. Be stealthy and silent. Sure. Okay. Great. And uh, what action are you? Is Ekphelia leading it? And what action is? What action are they using? Can you potentially take stress? I can. Okay, okay. But, uh, but not, not a ton. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> prowl, yeah. Um, prowl through the pipe. Okay, very good. Prowl. So let me have Valkos and Juliet make prowl rolls. Risky? Risky for standard effect, but it's a group action. It really only yep. matters how okay. it goes for Ekphelia. Okay. I Live. failed. Okay. No, you didn't. Oh, yeah. shit, you did. Yeah. Okay, I, I got five. You got a oh, two. Oh, zero dice, and you rolled a two and a six, so you failed. And you got a five, Valkos. So you take one stress already, Ekphelia. Okay. Wait, I think you take it if you if it fails or something. Anyway, oh. let's go ahead and... let's go ahead and No, I think you do take it. Sorry, you take it, okay. and now you're going to roll to see if you're successful. Oh, and the consequence is going to be that something is alerted. Right. Of course. Let's go. Yes. Um, well, nice. Ekphelia rolled a six. Because, yeah. like, this this is not a metagame discussion. You've seen how stealthy Ekphelia is. That is common knowledge yeah. to the two of yes. you. That suddenly, um, uh, Ekapragwodi's body will be on one side of the grotto, and then you'll kind of look up, and they'll be right over your shoulder. Um, and no, no sound has, and- has escaped. I would assume Ophelia would be the one to help Juliet, perhaps, like, catches her when she's stumbling through and stops. Mm-hmm. Or, or hears her being a little too loud. The water that you spill out into is filled with rats that are swimming about, climbing on the edges of this sort of canal or moat-like body of water uh, up on the edge uh, o- over the little wharf type area on the edge of, of a kind of a concrete mass ahead of you you can see buildings in the light from Ophelia's headlamp old buildings they look like something out of uh, Earth's like 16th century or or uh, 15th century um quaint and kind of curvy and made of rough hewn stones they don't have the Victorian type architecture that Duskfall currently has 
There's nothing metal about them. There's there's no worked metal in them. They all look like they're wood and thatch and stone. There's a legit city under here? That's the insane. old city. So cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Dope. Okay, cool. Alright. Okay. That's great. That's okay. freaking awesome. Alright, so now we now we must uh, clear exterminate. The s- then what I'm gonna probably do is activate the two balls. Do we have a map of this city? <laughs> you, unfortunately, I'm going to rule... Do You just had a map to find it. You don't okay. have, like, a building-by-building yeah. building map of this area. Great. And, and how big? I mean, obviously, it's something that they sent us on that we could, clear, like, feasibly clear. Is this, like... What is the size of what we're dealing with? A village. Not a, a full city, a right. village. Okay. So okay. it looks like there's only one main thoroughfare when you shine your light ahead and a cluster of buildings on either side. Oh, like those old west towns? Yes. One main Very street. much like that. Love it. Okay. Crumbling thatch and stone. Um, All right. So, yeah, what do you, where's that ball going? <laughs> so, yeah, Are we draw them out. Yeah, I think that's a thing. Right now you're on the edge. You're like on a little canal that's on the edge of all of this. Let me know how you are moving in and and what you're doing. Can we continue our prowl in towards perhaps if there's an abandoned building? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Is that what you'd like to do? Into a place where we could strategically draw them, perhaps. I won't make you roll again, of course. Yes, you can continue. uh, And you're going to go into a building, is that right? Well, yeah, Juliet would like to find a building that possibly has two stories. I would like to be, like, on a a higher... Yeah, these buildings are um, perhaps built before two stories was an easy thing to create. But at the end of the thoroughfare, there is a building that looks like... A church, and it has two stories. Okay, the end of the thoroughfare seems kind of risky, but (laughs) it's a very tall building. Can I? I wonder. Alternately, can I get on the roof of one of the one-story? It's just to be slightly above. You could. (laughs) So, if you're being quiet. Then I need an action roll to do that. I was gonna mm. say, could could we set up? Um, can I flashback again? Yes, <laughs> great idea. There we go. There we go. So um, I flashback to again, sort of leaning, you know, kind of twilighty on the wall of uh, Juliet's room, and uh, I'm like, how charming. I'm thinking. I'm like. A gun which fires automatically, like a turret. Tell me, is there a way of perhaps engineering something that fires something without the person being there? Can you do that? (laughs) I love that all of Valkos's flashbacks are like, hey, build this for me. (laughs) It's a great idea. I don't mean to say that it's not. How capable you think I am. Um, Well, I think you are extremely capable. 
I've seen mm. the works of your hand. <laughs> I, I don't know if that is possible. So that would be crafting something that's n- that's a completely new invention, isn't it? Right, yeah. But I'm trying to I see if there's anything even similar. Because are there... No, there are guns in this world. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there yeah. are absolutely guns. So like absolutely. I'm talking like a turret. Yeah. Yeah, a self... So, uh, an automatic gun. Yeah. Uh, to invent a formula for a new alchemical con- concoction or to plan for a new right. item of your design, you need to study it as a long-term yeah, project. Yeah, I don't uh, think okay. I can... Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think I it's mean, just but having a bomb that's already kind of available to everybody, a grenade, that's one thing. This right. is something then I kind completely of, then different. I, then it, okay, then I'm sort of okay, then I then I hear them and I'm like, hmm. Then perhaps a rain of fire from above. Grenades. Grenades that we then throw from above. Could you build a supply of them? For all of us. Oh, I have many grenades, Valkos. I always have grenades. <laughs> but yes, perhaps I could um, supply you with some ahead of time. But I worry about their scope and uh, destruction, you see. Perhaps I can... Uh, Tamper with these a bit to make them a little smaller. So it could be more like. So then, yeah, Valkos is like, ah, so then it could be more like shrapnel elements that are not destructive of the environment, but of the human <laughs> body. Yes. Ah. What kind of grenades are you um, altering? Just a, so regular grenades. Great, and you're going to make it so that instead of an explosive fireball, they instead shoot shrapnel out into the environment. Is that correct? Yeah, and this actually, there's a whole section in the book for just modifying an item, too. Great. What does um, it say? I would, haven't ever read the book. Is that is it good? The book? It's been <laughs> I've never cracked it. It's so good. It's actually Someone told so me simple. how to play this game. You know what's nice about it? I'm just going to look. Is that, you know, it's very simple and like it's a paragraph and I know everything I need about modifying an item. So I just need to know if you consider this a simple, useful modification, a significant modification, an arcane spark craft or alchemical modification. Like goes from easiest to hardest, basically. Yeah. What was the middle one? The middle one was a significant modification. I consider it that. A significant one? Really? A nail bomb? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. All right, simple. It's one of our simplest bombs. Okay, yes. so I need to achieve. I know nothing about demolitions. Simple. <laughs> <laughs> I need to achieve uh, tier two quality with my roll then. Um, so I'm going to roll Tinker. I get plus one quality for the workshop. Here we go. I'm just going to do uh, controlled standard here. Yes, thank you. Oh, hold up. Hold, 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 hold a moment. Hold a three, a two, a grenade, and a one. A grenade is spark craft. And because it is spark craft. Of course. I get plus one result level to my roll. Yes. Very good. 
So despite the fact that I just rolled a three, two, one, <laughs> <laughs> that's actually the result level will go up by one four, three, to two. a four, which means right. it's equal to tier plus one for the workshop, which will make it tier two. There you go. That's amazing. That is some good crafting math. Um, by the way, you still would have had the item if you failed. It would be a lower tier, and there'd be some sort of annoying problem with it as you tried to use it. I wouldn't oh. just say you don't make it, but well, you have made it, and you've made it. You've made it to be operate the way that you want. And mm-hmm. so, how uh, how does that play out in the fiction with the flashback? Do you hide a shrapnel grenade in Falcos's room? <laughs> Do you hear that ticking? Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, <clears throat> I think like hours pass after I've been tinkering away, and then I I come to to Valcos. So like, it is done, and I take his hand, and I place a few grenades, perhaps for Valcos. They I think they come in. Oh, they come in sets of two. I place two grenades. <laughs> In Valkos's hands, I'm like, for you and uh, whatever destruction your heart desires. And I kind of look at the grenades. I'm like, you didn't hide one in my room, did you? <laughs> <laughs> That's for you to find out. Back to the present, and Valkos, you can take one stress for that flashback. Amazing. And uh, <laughs> now. You must let me know how you are interacting with our environment here. Uh, are we following Juliet's plan of just getting onto these one-story buildings? And I, sort think, of- I think so. I think we might... I would suggest then, like, splitting up. If there's, like, a town square to right. attract and pull all the attention and then attack them from all angles, again, that kind of idea of alluring, almost like an ambush mm-hmm. um, yeah. from above. Yeah. Um, so in front of that church, that temple-like structure, there is sort of a town square with, like, an old... Uh, you know, a crumbling fountain. Uh, the fountain uh, depicts uh, some sort of enormous demon, uh, and uh, of course, oh, no water. No water is pouring forth from the demon's mouth, but instead, there's just a uh, like a black sludge dripping from it. Oh, great! But there are buildings. There are one-story buildings all around, okay. and the temple um, that you can, you know, you can um, perch on. Is that what you'd like to do? Yeah. Um, Are you all perching on the same building or on separate buildings? I think separate buildings, right? Yeah, but, I think. But neighboring, you know. Yeah, I, th- I would. I would almost imagine because I could. I could. I'm almost like I could handle myself, so I'd, I'd sort of separate myself mm-hmm. and put myself on one, and then you guys, you two, you both could be on another. Yeah, and then across the way. Sense of, yeah, across the way. So it's almost like when they do come in, we can take them out from both sides. Um, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Climbing like- onto climbing onto buildings quietly <laughs> is difficult. So <laughs> I would like to set an action. Maybe it's a group action, or maybe you each like to roll individually. But the consequence of which will be that I'll tick off more of the hollows alerted clock. And now that I can tell you that you are in their sanctum, in their nest, yeah, in a nest. If you fail, I would like to click off the remaining two. Right. Okay. Segments of the clock. So, um, can I can I lead the group action? You certainly can. I mean, actually, no. Wait, hold on. Is this a prowl? It would be a prowl roll. So maybe actually, Echoprag, maybe you lead the, uh, the action. Yes, and I would take you. the stress for failures. <laughs> <laughs> wait, um, 
maybe yeah. we all, we're all uh, on our own. I mean, we know, they're not super perceptive. Do That's we... true. That's true. But you're trying would... to be stealthy. Um, so that, that you would, aren't... Would... You aren't uh, they come to loud noises. Right, they right. Come to, mm-hmm. um, the, the, I mean, flashing lights from a helmet might draw them even. Yes, so, yes. I'm not talking you, about not being quiet, but rather you, using another action if you wanted, right? Like if we were successful <sighs> at finessing, or, you know, climbing up, would that? Yeah, would that work? Would finesse would work? That necessarily be loud if we were. I would successful allow a finesse. It? I would allow no. a finesse. Okay. If you that. wanted to lead it, you know, as opposed yeah. to, you know, okay. I don't know where stress levels are. Ophelia, does a finesse sound good to you? Of course. Very good. Then let us have both of our, um, <laughs> I love both that. our, our and cutter and our stress. leech try their finesse. Wait, who's leading it then? How much stress do you have left, Ecphelia? Um, I have four stress left. Okay. Oh, you're 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 sitting pretty. What could no. happen? So okay. I'm I'm leading this one. Am I? I mean, how much finesse do you have? Three. Okay. Yeah. So do I. So you go ahead, mate. <laughs> Oh, wow. You guys, I mean, I'm for it because I want to see a vampire stress out and whatever. I don't even know what happens. But I also think that uh, that, um, Valkos is uh, um, keeping Valkos in reserve for the fight to come is wise. So, yeah, I'll go for it. Okay, very good. Um, Well, I guess you guys roll first. Leech and Cutter, roll your finesse. Ooh, hey, I succeeded finally. Okay. Very Uh, good. Here we go. Is it controlled? Yeah. It is, uh, yeah. I mean, it's controlled for, for it's standard. Just, it's really a group action. Six. So it doesn't matter. Or not, yeah. yeah. Six and six. No stress is taken, Ecphelia. Now you uh, roll the main action. And four success with a consequence. Success with a consequence. The consequence is instead of uh, getting rid of two segments of the clock, I'm only getting rid of one segment. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my god! Okay, that's fine. That's fine. We've got two I more. I saw left, people right? online saying that I'm a brutal GM, and I'm trying to keep that reputation. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I think maybe as, as uh, Ecphelia is like, oh, like suddenly scaling this, um, maybe the outside of this of this one story building, like a, there's like a little carven, uh, like demonic figure on like a. On like a roof beam that just like wrenches off in their hand and like clatters to the ground, and we're all like, Ugh. nothing seems to have happened. And we're on their own. No, perhaps you hear from the alleys and the mm-hmm. back rooms of some of these buildings. <sighs> we only want Great. to come. Are we in position then? It sounds like you're in position. So. I'm now going to throw one of the two sound devices into the town square. Great. Don't bother rolling. You set that up very well earlier. So I think in the a town square is large enough, it would be hard to miss it. So you throw the, the beeping orb uh, down into the square. It bounces for a moment and then comes to a rest against the fountain where it starts going beep, beep, beep. Very loudly, and suddenly you hear from all the buildings. <gasps> and from out of the buildings come stumbling, groping, grasping hollows. 
a lot of hollows. So many hollows. More than 13. The <laughs> scale is very large. Oh, a crowd of hollows is... Uh, doors creak open and three or four spill out onto the ground. Some of them crawling on their hands and knees. All of them alive but looking diseased, mummified, so hungry, so empty. What do you do? Throwing a fucking grenade. Yep, down go grenades. Uh, This is important because I think that you want to take out the most number that you can with a grenade throw, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is this each person rolling an action on their own? Is this one big group action to, you know, coordinate your grenade throws? I think it's... Oh, man. All right, team. You want to do... What? Right. You've got... how How much wreck do you have? You have two, right? How much... How much wreck. what do I have? Wreck. What is your oh, wreck I have two action? wreck. I have two wreck. Ecphelia. You have how many much wreck? None. None. Okay. Could this be, and I don't know whether this is possible, a finesse roll that essentially allows us to, like, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's aiming for the, you know, a group, like in, the, in a space, rather than necessarily just throwing it at the... Mm-hmm. This group loves finesse, but I think that uh, th- that argument is sound. I think that the, mm-hmm. you can definitely use finesse in this case, so okay. I will allow it. I'm okay, going so to. Ekphelia, you, you roll again. Yeah. Is this going to roll? Here's a question how, how many of those um, precision shrapnel grenades are there? Is it just the two that we saw, or are there yeah, we've got, many? I'm sure. Oh. I've, so Could I've got I two. Ma- could I have, are my grenades now that set? Like, did I make it? Yeah, yeah, I suppose the number is different. I didn't know if my grenades have now been modified because I have more than that. Great, we've got we've got grenades of plenty. Uh, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I mean, uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say you had some in your inventory already, right? Uh, right, uh, Juliet. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then you um, crafted uh, to modify those. How many did you have to start with? Well, I, I, I could have like six. I could have okay. a lot. <laughs> then you have six, um, but you must fill the, uh, whatever well, out that you need to on your. Right, right. I was just going to fill it as we use them. Yes, or how many do we need to use here? I'll hand one to. Well, I'll tell you what. I will affect the effect. I will affect the effect. I will okay. up or down the effect based on how many you're setting off right now. Oh yeah, we can do multiples. Okay, so um, I think it makes sense that. You know, I only handed two to to Valkos. Ekphelia mm. uh, is next to me, so which were a flashback, so they don't they shouldn't count from the six, right? No, no, no. Yeah, you've got your two from the flashback. Yeah. I'll I'll take off two for myself, and then I'll give two to Ophelia, uh, so that we are at a total of six grenades. That sounds good. That is makes that a good sense. amount. That, that makes sense. Because the crafting roll was really to alter them, so you should stick to how many you can get off of your inventory. Yeah. And it sounds like you've done that. So, is this a group finesse roll, and who is leading it? I'm going to lead it. Very good. Yes. So let's have Ekphelia and Juliet roll their finesse first. Oh, God. It's a three Ugh. on my end. It's a three okay, on my end. Stress. 
It's <laughs> okay, too so stress. too stress for you. Okay, it's that doesn't mean it fails, though, right? It's just What's the position risky? Yeah, the I mean, uh, the effect is great, and the position is desperate because your okay. two friends have failed, and I think you're literally having to aim your grenades to knock their grenades back into the crowd. <laughs> um. <laughs> Success. Yes. Success yes. with a consequence. Here is what happens. The bombs go off. So many of the hollows are immediately shredded. You can see their limbs come off. Maybe their limbs weren't tied on that well to begin with because <laughs> they've been living as desiccated hollows. Um, they start to fall to the ground. Uh, you know, They no longer have mobility. Some of them no longer have faces or arms that they could grasp you with as this, uh, these blades and these um, uh, pieces of hard shrapnel tear through their bodies, spilling organs. It is horrifying as blood and bile spills out of them, slicking the town square here in the Undercity. But... One of the grenades goes awry. It shreds the supports under one of the very old buildings you're standing on. And I'm going to roll a fortune roll to see who's... Wait, both Ekphelia and uh, Juliet are in the same building, right? That's, that's, yeah. right? that's correct. Let's find out whose building it shreds. It is Juliet and Ekphelia. Fuck. Your Fuck. building is starting to tip down into the uh, the square, and although these hollows have been essentially taken out as combatants that can chase after you and grab you and pull you down, hitting the ground really hard yes, <laughs> right I, beside them is going to be a bad thing for you. You're going to take I harm. Grab Ophelia by the waist, hold her close, and employ my line thrower. Yes, absolutely. You can. I've been kissed by Rose. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting swept away. You can. I just want to narrate one other thing that happens as you do this. First of all, I'm going to require an action still. Of course. uh, But I will modify it slightly based on the fact that you have equipment just for this. The other thing that happens is from that church the large stained glass window that dominates the second floor suddenly shadows, I mean shatters, as a shadowy figure leaps forth onto the roofs of the buildings directly across from Valkos. Excuse me? And then begins to leap from building to building toward Valkos. Huh? Yes. Uh A new player has entered the arena. So, I don't think that changes, right? Because I was going to grappling hook us to Valkos' building, but... Are you still going to do that? I, yeah, I'll, I'll still do that. What action are you rolling? Better together, I guess. Um, look, I'm using... <laughs> I'm using a gadget mm-hmm. that, of my design, I've poured time over... Could I use Tinker to employ it quickly? This is a very quick decision, you know, to know how it works and to immediately, like, grab it, get it aimed correctly, and employ it correctly. Uh, Sure you can. I'm going to rule 
that you are doing it extremely quickly. You're doing it as you fall toward the ground, you know, 10, 15 feet below you, uh, maybe even 20. Mm-hmm. You're, so that's a split second. On top of that, you are holding a fully heavy individual with you that you are grabbing at the same time. You, no you problem. Hold me back. Let's call hold this. Me back. No problem. Let's call this desperate for limited effect. Desperate for limited effect. Would you like to increase that effect? Yeah. What does my what does the gadget give me? The gadget. The gadget yeah, allows you to do this. D- okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, yes. Do you have a devil's bargain for me? I don't have a devil's bargain, but I can tell you this. Okay. If you leave Ekphelia, you get standard effect. Oh my god. That sure sounds like a devil's bargain. <laughs> um, oh you my can do god. It. I can... Wait. Well, I mean, if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh my god. You know what? I want yes. you to think about that as we end the episode. When we come back next time. Oh shit. We will finish this score and we'll find out if Juliet left Ekphelia hanging. Thank you, Abu Salim, Josephine oh. McAdam, Ross Bryant. You've been watching or listening to Haunted City on the Glass Cannon Network. We'll be back with the conclusion of this score next week. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon.com.